0: Hello listeners, welcome to a brand new season of The Fitter Podcast, the show that's all about demystifying fitness and separating science fiction from science fact. This season, our theme is Lose Fat, Get Fitter. I'm your co-host, JD, and to tell us more about what Season 2 has in store for you, join me in welcoming back the founder of Fitter and the host of this podcast, Jitendra Chokse, a.k.a. JC.
1: Thanks, JD, and hello, everyone. It's great to be back with the show, and yes, Season 2 is going to be so important. We are going to talk not just about the pitfalls and mistakes that people should avoid, but also the things that they absolutely should be doing to get into great shape.
0: Before we start, you know, JC, I just want to, I mean, I think we need to talk about the incredibly strange time that we're living in right now. Like no one in on the planet could have imagined that we would be living like this lockdown, self-isolation, social distancing, plus there's the economy to worry about. And we don't even know if the virus. I mean, we don't even know what's going to happen. Vaccinations have started, but they have not started. So very strange time, don't you think?
1: i know it's crazy it's uh, it's really really crazy it's bad it's uh it's it's definitely uh, something which is which is worrisome and uh, you know the, 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 this is what we have to do we have to work to find out a solution for this situation together not lose hope uh, the world has been through these kind of situations before not exactly the same but you know th- there's always been times where we felt that you know the world is about to end or you know, things are bad, things are worse. But we always recover, you know, that's that's the thing about human beings. We are extremely resilient creatures and we, we find a way to,
0: uh, you know, live through these incidents. Absolutely. I mean, let's just hope that we emerge from this crisis soon and things get back to normal. Uh, you, on the other hand, JC, uh, have been doing something very different during the lockdown. You've been writing a book on fitness and its title is Lose Fat, Get Fitter. And I believe it's releasing very soon, in July 2021. So, tell us about it.
1: Uh, Not on fitness, it's on health, right? Uh, It's on health, correct. So, so, back in 2015, uh, I wrote a book called Get Shredded. And I published it for free. And uh, since then, it has managed to change train and transform um, you know so many lives like it has been able to transform so many lives and you know it's till date it's it's one of the most basic uh, intro document once you join the community however there were a lot of people who came and said look this book is still too technical you still have to simplify stuff and there's a lot more stuff which you should add and address right and so I thought all right if these guys are looking for something interesting maybe I'll just write a little bit more I'll simplify it uh, for the masses, even the audience which is unmotivated, because uh, you can't just uh, you know completely take out a large segment of people who are not motivated to get fit, and uh, you know deem their case as unworthy. Right? You still have to reach out to them and try and help as much as you can from your side. And so that that was the idea behind this book. That after reading this book, uh, how people can not just get motivated, but uh, use that motivation. Uh, using the right techniques and achieve the results so it the, the book is a, a is a, a culmination of uh you know a little bit of motivation inspiration and a carrot in the end because everybody is looking for some sort of end results like what's in it for them so this book um, is kind of along the lines of what's in it for people why should they become fit not just how, how can they become When you were writing the book, who were you writing the book for? I think I was writing it for everybody out there. And, uh, you know, considering that we have created so many jobs and we are trying to evangelize the fitness industry, I cannot stress enough on the fact that fitness industry is indeed going to be one of the most uh, significant industries of the future. (laughs) And it's going to create millions of jobs. And so right now is an opportunity for people to identify how these jobs are going to get created. And personal coaching um you know becoming a fitness entrepreneur there's there's so many avenues and i think through this book uh through my personal story through stories of how some people became coaches and now are not just physically fit but are also mentally socially and financially fit right and that's that's the health we are looking at so this book tries and connects and uh you know corroborates all these things all these narratives and
0: One leading your story. Uh, You said very rightly that the book is about health, not just fitness. So I thought, you know, why don't we start off with a broader discussion on health and fitness itself for season two? Because, you know, if you go online, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere on social media, fitness, health are two of the most uh, discussed and debated topics out there. In fact, on Instagram, I think hashtag fitness has like 448 million posts. Hashtag health has one thirty-six million posts. I mean, that's right there. Tells you that you know people. I think are more interested in being fit or looking fit than being healthy, perhaps. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing, whatever. But at least they are talking about fitness. That and they are getting interested in fitness. So I guess that net net, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it is. But uh, you know, uh, and and to start with, look, health is a very very broad term, and unless until. Enter- you assign a meaning and you start working in that direction, um, you know, people will always end up getting confused. For some people, health is absent of a disease. For some people, health is just uh, yoga and meditation. For some people, it's all about mental well-being. For some people, it's all about physical well-being. So it's what I'm trying to say is that, that it, it's a broad spectrum. I like one of the definitions, which comes directly from the World Health Organization. It says, health is not merely in the absence of a disease but it's a complete physical it's a it's a complete state of physical mental and social well-being and i like to add my bit also you know because you can't have social well-being without having financial well-being so i say health is a state of complete physical mental social and financial well-being
0: so that's that's what uh, that's how i define health That's a great definition for sure. But uh, do you see other people actually on the same page with you when it comes to talking about health and fitness? No, look, uh, I think there's a lot of disparity,
1: you know, between uh, how people think about health. It's the opposite of the superficial. So you'll have people who are only about six-pack abs and, uh, you know, muscles and strength and, you know, lifting heavy, while other people are like the complete opposite when in reality health is health is somewhere there in the in the middle of it. And so the way we define health is look, when you work hard, when you when you try to get better every single day, everything else is just a byproduct. you know so so you don't focus on one aspect of health. you have to focus on the physical, the mental, the social and financial aspect every single day. And over a period of time you get better better at all of these things. And physical fitness is the easiest. All you have to do is just form a routine, eat the right foods in the right quantity. And then the second thing is mental wellness. All you have to do is just be nice to people, be kind, sometimes speak up for issues that concern you. And then when it comes to social health, when you keep focusing on your physical and mental, it is going to give you some sort of social recognition. And then using the power of all three combined, you will always have financial uh, health as an outcome. So you see, all these four things are very well-connected and one tends to augment the other.
0: Yeah, it's I a mean, great way to have pointed it out because I think when you say hashtag fitness you know, on Instagram, fitness, it seems, or the way it is portrayed is only about looking good. There is nothing else to it. If you are... You know, if you have those six-pack ads, if you look a certain way, then that's it. You know, that's all that matters. And that somehow seems to be the notion of fitness that is being portrayed on social media.
1: No, I think it's uh, it's wrong. Uh, And the problem is, unless until people achieve all these things, they can't really understand. And if they don't understand, how could they even talk about these kind of things? So unless until you yourself... uh, get all the four components yourself and then you realize oh this is how it should be right so they have to see the whole picture to be able to narrate what's really going on so it's all about you know learning and uh, always trying to rise above um, the ground to be able to see what's really going on at the ground it's 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 called having a bird's eye view You
0: yeah, hear a lot of these myths and misinformation about fitness which I mean, say they certainly compete with the flat earth theory when it comes to BS. So, I mean, what's some of the worst fitness advice that you've read online? Can you, like, you know, really, really made you, like, sit up and, like, go, like, whoa, what the heck? got just read. Uh, uh, look, from diets
1: to different kinds of exercises that Promises Moon, you know, those glute exercises, uh, the booty building programs, uh, the detox diets. Uh, The juice cleanses. There's so many. I mean, I can't even name it. You wouldn't believe that there's almost 30,000 plus supplements. Wow. And most of these supplements don't even work. Like maybe, you know, less than 5% of these supplements. I'd say maybe less than 1% of these supplements actually work. But there are supplements. So as long as there's a market, as long as people out there are looking for something, a quick fix, somebody will figure out a way to sell snake oil. You know,
0: that's, that's, that's what happens in the fitness industry. Yeah. I think when you said snake oil, the first term that popped up in my head was fitness influencer. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that seems to be the end game of most fitness influencers. They have a certain, I don't know, they have a certain fan following, they generate a fan following, and then they are, they just start pushing their products, whatever they are affiliates of. Yeah. So it, 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 I think that seems to be what they're interested in, not so much about impacting people's lives in any positive way.
1: Uh, look, I don't hold these guys responsible. I mean, they probably don't even understand what they're doing and how they are uh, contributing to the overall well-being of people or fitness industry itself, right? As long as they are getting some financial uh, uh, you know, benefit out of the entire deal, they wouldn't mind. And the problem with these kind of things is, and these kind of influencers is that there's there's an influencer which pops up almost uh, every other day, um, goes through the same cycle of you know going to the top then coming down. Uh, it's it's not sustainable, you know. And most of these guys work alone in isolation, failing to make a lasting impact on the industry. Uh, most of the guys just end up doing well for themselves, which is which is great, and I don't have any complaints about it. But but. I'm just saying that if they thought beyond uh, just endorsing, you know, random BS products, they could have done so much more.
0: You might think that fitness influencers is more of a Western thing, but that's not true. I mean, in, in right here in India, we have so many of them. And uh, in your opinion, why do you think, you know, it's so easy for a fitness influencer to proliferate in India? Is it because uh, Indians are more gullible? Is it because Indians don't know as much about uh, fitness and therefore they are more prone to listen to their advice what is it
1: absolutely I think the biggest issue is uh, definitely lack of knowledge about uh, science so on one side you have the extremes who constantly peddle Dadima's nuska uh, for everything you know from uh, if, if if it was if it was up to them they would probably have invented the dadima would have invented internet also that's that's how extreme these guys and on the other hand, You have these um, ex-Zen guys, not even um, the current generation, the, the future generation guys, right, from 2050. And they do not think anything is beyond science, right? Unfortunately, while they might be logically correct, the problem is that they fail to connect with the common masses. And because of this, a huge disconnect and because of this extremity because of this large difference you know where one population instead of trying to understand the other one just starts hating them it just messes everything up you know and people are constantly torn between these two categories the people in the middle and so they are never able to make up their mind they, they never are able to start because they're like okay should i do this should i do that okay i'm not gonna do anything
0: but I think a lot of people are waking up and realizing that, you know, these things are not going to work. But I guess we still have a pretty long way ahead of us because I mean, India is like the diabetes capital of the world. We rank high in cancer. You know, cancer has become a lifestyle disease. We rank high among the countries with cardiovascular disease. I mean but I mean it always wonder makes me wonder how did things get so bad in the first place?
1: I think everything will come back to, you know, lack of education and uh um, apart from that the whole food culture you know where, where we are trying to glorify uh, eating food at almost every minute of our life you know and partly the food companies the way they have uh, scaled up the rampant marketing without uh, it's it's the same way how uh, you know cigarette and alcohol companies captured users imagination telling them it's, it's cool to drink alcohol and smoke cigarette and 50 years later we are we are struggling with more lifestyle diseases than ever right and it's the same thing the, the 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 food companies are being irresponsible in the way that they are marketing their services in the way that they are not talking about what is going inside their food not mentioning the calories not mentioning the macro and micro composition and i think the government should come forward and start holding these food delivery companies responsible uh including the restaurants who are providing food to these food delivery companies. It's a, I understand that these food companies are providing millions of jobs, but look, you go anywhere else in the world, uh, the food companies are supposed to provide you macro and micronutrient count. And so even if you're providing the food, let the users know how much are they eating. You know, people need to know what they're eating. You are supposed to tell them. It's your, it's your fiduciary responsibility towards the people of this country. Towards their health and well-being.
0: But that's actually what I love about Fitter. You know, when you say that you know you have a fiduciary responsibility to the people of the country, that's exactly what Fitter stands for. Because I mean, everything that you've said, Fitter is already implementing these things.
1: Well, of course, you can only cry about you know what's wrong in the world so much. At some point of time, you you stand and say you know, f this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take things in my hand. And I'm gonna show them how it's done, and so that's that's what Twitter is doing. It's, uh, it's showing. It's leading the way, and it's leading the way in a beautiful manner where people are now actually looking at us and telling them, "Look, this is how you need to do business. This is how you can build a socio-economic profitable model." You know, so we we never consider ourselves as charity. We are just an extremely socially responsible organization, which is taking people along, generating profits, and then giving back to the community
0: in the best possible manner. It's about inclusive growth. And, you know, you have the numbers. I mean, you've, you've you actually transformed more than two lakh lives already.
1: Yes. And we created so many jobs. And we are going to create many more jobs in the future without compromising the health of anybody, without compromising our ethics.
0: So what's the journey ahead? I mean, what do you have planned? What else? Where do you want to take this movement? I think people need to understand that,
1: look, unless until we bridge the gap uh, between these two extremes, you know, the extreme scientific, extreme uh, technical approach to the extreme, uh, you know, casual approach where you completely disregard science. So unless until we bridge the gap between these two, the common masses are always going to feel getting torn between these two ideological groups. And, there's a good chance that they might not even feel motivated. Today, if people are not feeling motivated, it's largely because they somehow have perceived fitness as something extremely difficult. You know, And so the, the, the first thing that you have to do is go ahead and tell these guys, say, look, it's not difficult. It's extremely easy. It's like taking a shower and brushing your teeth. No more difficult than that. Now that you have said this, show it to them. So first thing, you tell them it's easy and then show them how easy it is. Everything else beyond this is just noise. No matter what your technical education is, no matter what your ancient scriptures or cultures are saying, unless until you can get people to move and take the plunge and actually start getting fit, it's not working. Think about it. What's the point of your degree? What's the point of your knowledge? If with all that knowledge, you can't make a person adopt a fit lifestyle. Is that also what you're hoping to do with the book? That, that's the hope. That's the hope, yes. That's what I'm trying to do. It's up to them.
0: You can hold their hand, you can guide them. And I think uh, they also need the right guide at the right time. No,
1: absolutely. Uh, I mean, that goes without saying. They absolutely need that. And uh, to be able to uh, you know, walk on that path... You need some sort of intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. You need some sort of social push, you know, because look, it's a routine. And again, we are talking about hard work, discipline, consistency. And these are not something which is inbuilt in humans. You know, humans uh, under comfort, they, they, they tend to become weak, sadly cannot stick to discipline. Unless until it's it's
0: uh, oh, I, oh I know that <laughs> I know that all
1: <laughs> yeah yeah unless until they have lived that lifestyle all you can do is just try and understand how can I get this guy change that old behavior which is running in him throughout his family history you know so it requires different levels of foresight requires
0: different levels of efforts so to somebody who, let's say was listening to this episode right now who decides. Okay, I want to change. I want to start today. What is the one thing that you would tell him to start doing right now, this moment? I'd say, look,
1: uh, you know, when I talked about health as a state of complete physical, mental, social, emotional and financial well-being, uh, these things work in combination. They, they work together and there's nothing uh, that you can do uh, without these things and you'll be able to sustain Meaning that even if you achieve a lot financially, meaning that even if you achieve a lot socially or mentally, but if you are not able to make sure that you achieve all of these things together, it won't sustain. And at some point of time, your car will break down, your body will break down, your mental health will break down, your social status will break down.
0: So make sure that you take care of all of these things together. I think that's a great point to end the episode and that's a great takeaway from the episode just get started concentrate on just get started yeah just get started and things will fall into place it's always a pleasure speaking with you and uh, i think we have a lot to chew on all the listeners you know there's a lot to think about you know how we want to live our lives and how we want to actually make the most of this life that we've been given absolutely Thanks a lot, J.D. It's it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, J.C. Thank you. And uh, that was it for this episode of the Fitter Podcast. We'll be back next week with yet another discussion with Jitendra Chokhse.